Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, hopping on here to recap a very, very busy Kentucky basketball recruiting weekend at Peach Jam and everything that was going on there. We had a mailbag episode of Kentucky Daily last Friday, and it was just dominated by Kentucky basketball recruiting questions. We didn't have any of the roster questions just because we've now moved into the summer, late summer with Peach Jam wrapping up and then official visitors and everything happening over the last month or so in Lexington. A lot of questions that you all want to know is what is John Calipari and his staff doing in 2022 and what will this class look like? And I think you're starting to get a better understanding and idea of what this class could possibly look like. Going into that mailbag, we were asked a lot about Jalen Duren, obviously, given the situation and where Kentucky stands with that. Jalen Duren possibly being on Kentucky basketball's roster for this upcoming season. That's dominating the headlines right now. We know Kentucky's in an excellent position with Shaden Sharp, which I will get into in a moment. But I don't think that Jalen Duren was the biggest story of the weekend, even though Kentucky fans got a live look at him on national TV during the Peach Jam finals and semifinals. I think the biggest story of the weekend was two offers. One to Cason Wallace and another one to Nick Smith Jr. Cason Wallace probably, in addition to Jalen Duren, probably had four or five questions in the mailbag. But there were three or four also asking, why has Kentucky not offered Cason Wallace? It was a very good question because one of the most talented players in the 2022 class, Jeff Goodman, said that he's the toughest player possibly that he has watched on the circuit in the month of July, which is high praise coming from Jeff Goodman. When you have a class that is full of Derek Lively and Jalen Dern and Shaden Sharp, that's a lot of praise for Cason Wallace. But Kentucky did offer Wallace on Saturday. So that's a that's one to watch now because he was Tennessee bound. That is where Cason Wallace was going. It was going to be Rick Barnes in Tennessee. Now Kentucky is coming into the into the fight here. It's not too late for John Calipari to get involved in this recruitment and possibly win this thing in the end. And I will say this for John Calipari in Tennessee. He lost Kennedy Chandler to Knoxville. He backed out of the recruitment to Brandon Huntley Hatfield, and he ended up in Knoxville. I don't think John Calipari wants to give away or lose another recruit to Rick Barnes in Tennessee. This is a two-team battle, in my opinion, between Tennessee and Kentucky. It's an all-SEC battle. For Cason Wallace, I think John Calipari wants to win this one in the end, and I do think he's in position to do that. You're seeing crystal ball predictions go in for Cason Wallace to Kentucky. Uh, so that's one to watch. Will Kentucky land him? He's a very talented player, averaged over 15 points per game at Peach Jam, just had a very, very dominant session and weekend there that eventually led to an offer from Kentucky. Now, John Calipari wasn't able to be there. Jay Lucas, Orlando Antigua, Chen Coleman at Peach Jam. Bruiser Flint did watch Reed Shepard and some others in a different part of the country. So it was a very busy weekend for Kentucky. And the offers did not end with Cason Wallace. Nick Smith Jr., another talented combo guard that you could see at Kentucky possibly picked up an offer from the Wildcats. And you see crystal ball predictions trending for him to Kentucky. I've had some people ask me in DMs over the weekend, is it possible for Kentucky to get Cason Wallace and Nick Smith Jr., or is this just a one goes here, one goes elsewhere type of deal? I'm not going to undersell John Calipari when it comes to the 2022 class, and this is why. This roster that we're going to watch this season 
It was pieced together through the transfer portal because it had to be done that way. Given what Kentucky had coming in, what they lost, what they had returning, the only way Kentucky was going to get this thing right for the 2021-22 season was with experience and talent from the transfer portal. I don't think John Gallipari wants to do that moving forward. I think he wants to use that transfer portal for a need or something, a priority late in the spring or late in that period. I think he wants to get back to recruiting the best of the best. That's why you saw when that official visit was allowed to come back, you saw all these big names, the Derek Livelys, the Shaden Sharps, the Jalen Durds. You saw them all in Lexington taking in those visits because I think Cal wants to get back to recruiting the elite of the elite. You're seeing that with these offers now. Kentucky feels like they're in an excellent position with Shaden Sharp and Derek Lively. They've got Sky Clark, and now you're talking Cason Wallace or Nick Smith Jr. Let's just say Cason Wallace. If this class ends up being Derek Lively, Sky Clark, Cason Wallace, and Shaden Sharp, all four of those guys could finish in the top 15 in the composite, if you ask me, which would be an elite class for John Calipari. Now, let's stay on this topic a little bit with Shaden Sharp. I think he's going to be the first one to pull the trigger here for 2022. Sky Clark committed so long ago, it's, you kind of forget about it. Uh, last October is when Sky Clark committed to Kentucky, so he committed early. So it's been a while. You know, John Calipari wants to get this thing kick-started again, and Shaden Sharp is the, my pick to be the first guy to pull the trigger when it comes to joining Sky Clark in 2022 arguably one of the top three players in this class, the guy that just continued to climb the rankings, started really, really low, and then with each update just climbed. And it wasn't just a small climb. It was a massive chunk, like 25, 30 spots at a time as he climbed the recruiting rankings into one of the elite prospects in the 2022 class. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Mentioned Case and Wallace, also Sky Clark. I want to say this: Sky Clark had successful surgery. Uh, ended up. Let me read his tweet here. He said, "I didn't need any work on my meniscus, just the ACL." Doc said, "My bones, ligaments, cartilage, etc., look perfect." I texted his dad over the weekend, and Kenny Clark replied to me, "said Man, his comeback is going to be epic." So that's good news for Sky Clark. It's good news for Kentucky. It appears to be that he's going to be able to come back stronger than he was, that that knee's all cleaned up now, just going to get back to rehab and getting that thing stronger. But that's really good news for Sky Clark because you could see him working his way back and expect him to be full go in time for when he gets on campus uh, next summer in Lexington. So you got Sky Clark in the fold. I really like Shaden Sharp to Kentucky. I know I've been asked a lot about that the last few weeks. 
and I will say this too, Kentucky feels like they're in a really good spot with Derek Lively, and that is my favorite player in the 2022 class. If you watch those games at Peach Jam over the weekend, you saw a guy that is full of energy and just elite athleticism. He will pin one on the glass on one end of the floor, and he'll rim run and absolutely rip the rim down just a few seconds later. That's the kind of guys that John Calipari has fed off of in the past, and that's a guy that I like where Kentucky's at right now, already taking an official visit to Kentucky. Him and Shaden Sharp, I think, could be the headliners for this Kentucky basketball 2022 recruiting class. You've already got Sky Clark. Like I've said, I've mentioned Cason Wallace, Nick Smith Jr. You're starting to see this class really take shape. If Kentucky and John Calipari can just finish some of these off, get some of these other guys on campus that haven't visited yet, I'm really starting to like what Kentucky's doing. And then I mentioned Reed Shepard earlier for 2023. You're, you're going to see Kentucky continue to watch him pr pretty much regularly, in my opinion, now that he has an offer when we're talking 2023. So right now we're talking a lot of 2022. Pretty soon we're going to shift and we're going to talk a ton about 2023 as offers go out uh, for that class as well. Reed did finally pick up an offer from Virginia last week. That honestly surprised me. I, I thought that that offer probably should have come in June when Tony Bennett and top assistant was there in Shelbyville watching him. But now you know how good Reed Shepard is. you got the, the some of the best programs in the country in on him. Kentucky has that offer uh, extended a couple of weeks ago. And you know Kentucky probably in an excellent position with Reed Shepard given the history and the family connection there as well. But I just wanted to hop on here and just give a quick update on the Peach Jam. We are going to have Travis Branham of 24-7 Sports on the podcast Monday. So you're going to get this episode Monday morning, and then you'll get an episode with 24-7 Sports National Recruiting Analyst Travis Branham to talk about Jalen Duren. He's going to talk about Shaden Sharp, Derek Lively, Cason Wallace, and Nick Smith Jr. offers and, and all that. So we're going to talk a ton about that on the podcast. So a lot of football this past week. We're going to get back to some basketball this week. And then, as always, we will continue to talk football because we're going to be having uh, UK Football Media Day here in a few weeks. UK did announce that Football Fan Day will be on Saturday, August 7th, so that's something to circle on the calendars. They've not announced the details for that. It will be at Kroger Field, uh, but it is good to see that we are going to have a fan day and get to experience something normal that we did not get going into the football season last year. But just stay plugged in to Kentucky Daily. We'll have you updated on Kentucky football, Kentucky football recruiting, Kentucky basketball, and Kentucky basketball recruiting. Trying to make sure I haven't missed anything when it comes to Kentucky basketball. Oh, yeah, Kyle Filipowski, another 2022 target, plays the four spot. He picked up a Kentucky offer, too, last week. So six foot 11, 230 pounds. One of the most versatile players in the country can handle the ball very, very well for his position. One thing, too, Bruiser Flint recruited him when he was in Indiana, and then Orlando Antigua recruited him when he's at Illinois. So you see that connection there. John Calipari got to watch him during that July evaluation period. That's another offer right now. I would pick Duke for him, but you never count out John Calipari. That's one to pay attention to and watch. He did have to miss the Peach Jam due to COVID-19, so that was unfortunate. Uh, for him, for Filipowski, but that's a recruitment to keep an eye on, too. I, I want to make sure that I plug that one in there and I didn't miss it. If I missed anything, I'll be sure that we get to it on the episode Travis Branham on Monday afternoon. That episode, be looking for that one to drop around 4 p.m. Eastern time, 
We've scheduled him to record with us around 2 to 2.30. By the time I get that thing edited, it'll probably be 4. So you will get two episodes of Kentucky Daily on Monday. And as always, we appreciate you all so much continuing to listen to this podcast. You have no idea what this means to me and what it means to Derek. We're coming up on our one-year anniversary of this podcast. Our first episode we ever published was on August 7th. So we're planning some special things uh, for that day and for that episode. It's crazy to think that we're approaching now 240 episodes of Kentucky Daily. And the only reason this is still a thing is because you all hit download, you all subscribe, and you all listen. You you engage with us in that mailbag. The five-star reviews that we've landed over the weekend from you all have been fantastic. Thank you all so much. It, you all feel like family. And we don't, we don't even know some of you. So hopefully – this season at football games or basketball games now that we're back in person. If you see us there on press row at basketball or walking around Kroger Field, come up to us, talk to us, and you know, let us put a face to a name, especially when it comes to the mailbag and things like that. I haven't met most of you, but it feels like I've known you all my life because we exchange DMs or we talk in the, the Twitter mentions or something when it comes to the mailbag. But we're so appreciative of everything and just the support that this podcast has had over the the last 12 months. And it's amazing. And we cannot wait to see where this thing goes. We will be back on here later this afternoon to give you some more in-depth Kentucky basketball recruiting coverage. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.